Dice out now. Game. Game. Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chich, and I'll be your DM for tonight. And the players with me tonight are... Andrea. Just so love! Cora. Hello. Richard. Hello. And Dia. Hi, my name is Dia, and I am a Pokemon addict. It's true, you do have a problem. There were times during this last week, because Pokemon Home came out, there were times during this last week that I was playing Pokemon on four devices at the same time. In theory, it could be as many as five at the moment, because there's a lot going on. Wow. This is illegal. Wow, so hey, uh, it's been a a week since we last saw each other, and all this Pokemon talk, just the fact that you can play Pokemon on four things, four things at once, like... Do you even hear me? It's frying my brain and I cannot remember what happened last time. So can anyone remind me, please? Right, okay. Dawn started to investigate the cave. It was rather large. We sent the people with dark vision into the cave and Dawn offended Marjorie by insisting that Cherry stay outside. Marjorie instead decided to ride on Aliona's shoulders. Uh, they discovered that the tunnel contained an anti-magic field and returned to the entrance to get the others. We suspect that the stone may help with the anti-magic field. Dell had the stone, so she gave it to Dawn. Marjorie noticed a hole that we assume is for this stone, and Dawn placed. Uh, no, nope, that's the wrong page. And Dawn placed it in. Uh, which... I believe he used a different expression. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, uh, <laughs> and the lights came on, um, revealing a big pile of coins. Uh, Marjorie sent Cherry in to check for traps, and things seemed okay. Kasni, waking up finally, my brain turned on, and I decided to um, cast Find Traps, just as Dina started to have an asthma attack. There was some kind of green gas coming out from nozzles in the ceiling. Everyone started coughing. Casnier healed Dina, and we all tried to leave. Marjorie put her head in the bag of holding. We made it out of the cave, but Dawn found himself at the pointy end of two swords. So, that's what happened, I guess. Cool, so Dawn, you find yourself at the pointy end of two swords. Two of the guards are standing in front of you, the, the two dwarves. The ones from the cart. And one of them says, what the hell did you do with our boss? We ate her. (laughs) Well, for a start, you can get those swords out of my face, and then I might talk to you civilly. And and he uh, pushes it further towards your neck. Uh, Dawn disengages and moves at least 30 feet away. Probably not that far. Probably only about, call it, 15 feet. If you move two steps back, you're, you're out of vision. I am out of vision. This is true. Uh, yeah, actually, that's 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 a better idea. Uh, Dawn is going to disengage, and he's going to take a couple of steps backwards into the illusion, and then he's just going to go, say, five meters. Yeah, and uh, as you step back, you uh, you trip over uh, uh, peeps uh, coming up behind you. The rest of them just sort of uh, uh, spill out of the tunnel mouth. Okay. Uh, Dawn's then going to go about 10 meters left and come out of the illusion again. One of the guards steps uh, in beh- steps in after you. The other one waits, uh, waits outside of the illusion. <gasps> okay. What? No, that's fine. Did you not expect that they can cross it too? Uh, no, I never thought they'd be stupid enough to split up, but okay. I mean, split up, they're, they're, they're still like, like literally one is on the uh, one side of the wall and the other. Yes. But Dawn is a I very... Mean, as soon as I see any of them, I'm going to attack them, so... Yeah. <laughs> now, so, like... now, so now you have one against Dawn and nine against one, or whatever it is, seven against one. 
It's la it's less than that because they're all out for the count. So it's it's still three main PCs against one. Yeah, <laughs> I believe Declo was attacking. Yeah, Declo was attacking. Uh, yeah, the initiative thirteen. Oh, that was the worst goddamn thing. Aww. My die just ran all the way around my dice tray and then landed on a one. Oh wow! <laughs> so great. That's a total of three for me. Twelve plus five is seventeen. That's nine. Okay, Dawn, you're up first. Um, the rest of uh, Dell's gang just uh, sort of uh, lie there on the floor, uh, catching their breath. Uh, Dina is out for the count completely. Dawn is immediately going to stealth. Okay, but he he sees you. Uh, that's fine. I move out of his vision range and then stealth. Okay, yeah, you move further back down the tunnel. Then adopt the sneaking position and just say, and let my voice echo down the tunnel going, You know you can't win this, right? Set down your weapon, you won't be hurt. He says, we'll see about that, and he steps back out of the cave. <sighs> Dawn sighs, rolls his eyes. That's probably all the actions available to me in one round. Mm-hmm. Marjorie? I pull out my crossbow, aim at the the dwarf that didn't go inside, and I say... Hands up! Stand down! Nobody gets hurt! Son? Okay, roll roll intimidation. <laughs> yep. That's a 13. And then I would like to uh, ready an action to shoot him if he makes a move. Okay. He looks you up and down. He sees your crossbow. He says, this doesn't have to happen. We just want to talk. Does he raise his hands? I mean, he's still holding the weapon, but, you know, he's not making a move. Okay, yeah. I'll just wait. And he uh, he uh, locks his eyes with you and he uh, re-grips his sword, but he doesn't seem to make a move. He seems to be holding an action as well. Next up is Kasni. Wait, are these the same dwarves that were accompanying the... Yeah. Yes. Wow, we're shit at tying people up. <laughs> that surprises me from this group. Now I'm wondering what happened to their boss. Wait a minute, where did they get the crossbows from? Yeah, we took all that stuff, didn't we? No, you just took... They don't, a few of them, I guess. They don't have crossbows, do they? I thought you said they had swords. Swords, yeah. Do they have their armor on? They had crossbows, but... Uh... Hold up. That doesn't make sense. They had maces. Why did I say they had swords? Anyway, I said they have swords. They have they have a secret cache of swords nearby. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they have swords now. That's fair, honestly. Right. It's next to the bank, please. No, that's fair. So, wait a minute. Uh, one of the is so one of the dwarves is inside the cave and one of them's outside. No, he stepped back out. Okay, but they're, they're, so they're both outside now. Yeah. Uh, who else is outside? Uh, everyone except Dawn. Oh, am I outside? Yeah. Oh, okay. You were all running from the um, the gas, so I figured you would all make haste to get outside. You know, and uh, mind you, Marjorie and uh, Cassie are still poisoned. Yeah. So you you still get a minus to everything. Everything. Oh, that's bullshit. Okay. Well, I want to, um, I, I'm just gonna, gonna uh, he said, he said he just wants to talk, yeah? Okay, then, talk. I just want to know what, uh, what they have to say, they, they just want to talk. You did something to our boss. She's not waking up. Oh, yeah. She's definitely pale, she's breathing slow, and she's not waking up. That's all right, she'll be fine. She's not gonna die. I mean, she might sleep for a thousand years, but she's not gonna die. Okay, they just kind of look at each other confused. You know, it's just a thousand-year-old uh, sleeping potion. Do you do actually anything else, or...? Um, no, I, I'm currently trying... Uh, I, I think de-escalating the situation is probably the best thing to do. We don't want to kill these guys. Well, okay, roll me persuasion and with disadvantage, because that tone... and You're taking a tone with them, and they do not like that. Uh, oh, well, that's not too bad, my persuasion. So that's 16. One of them says, well, can you... Can you wake her up sooner than in a thousand years? I mean, yes. There are currently only two people in this world who know how to cure that poison, and one of them's here. Uh, so yeah, uh, next up is uh, Decla. The two dwarves still seem to be uh, ready to... Like, should... should uh... It's nighttime, right? Yeah, it's nighttime, but it's the moon's out, so it's um, dim light. It was less about that, more about that she can't make any of the antidote until the day comes, but we don't need to tell them that. Yeah. We already made some. Oh, yeah, just in case we got ourselves. Yeah. Go about that. 
but they, we don't want them to know that. <laughs> at least not right yet. They're still stand. They're still standing at attention. Swords grip tied in in, in case the conflict ex- escalates again. Um, can I try and disarm one of them? How? Grabbing their mace and taking it. I mean, it's a sword, but yeah. I mean, sure, but that that will just um escalate the conflict again. So that's what I'm doing. Okay, that's what you're doing. Roll. What would you roll for that? Mm. Could be an attack. Could be an athletics check. Yeah, roll, roll me, roll me an attack. All right, that's a seven. You do not disarm them, but you are right up in their grill now, and uh, they're ready to fight again. Can I try again with my bonus action? Because I get an extra attack. I'd say you can't try to do uh, to disarm them again, but you can. But you see that they're 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 ready to uh, fight again. So if you want to just you know hit them, you can do that. Then I will punch. Eleven. Two punch? Yeah. Uh, Eleven misses. Yay. End of turn. End of turn. Okay, so Dawn, it's your turn again. You are uh, way far back in the cave now. Guess I spend all my movement getting out, getting back to the group. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get to the uh, wall of the illusion and put my head out just to make sure, just to see what the situation's like. Yeah, you're a few meters away from uh, the where the uh, scuffle is going on. It seems that Decla has just tried to uh, punch one of the dwarves and they're uh, getting ready to scuffle again. Perfectly reasonable. Um, w- would you have heard the conversation way back in the cave? Probably not. What, what's your passive? Perception, 14. Yeah. I'd say you hear the word talking, maybe made up with a few words, but uh, not really... Um... It, it doesn't matter too much. I can't do another action this turn, so I'm just going to stay behind the illusion. I mean, your head is poking out, so... Yeah, but I'm going to take my head <laughs> back out of it, so... Sure. Okay. Okay, next up is Marjorie. Okay, so it looks like they're about to go ham, right? Yep. Then I would like to uh, pull the trigger on my crossbow. Yeah, sure. Which one are you... Uh... Which everyone stayed outside the cave the entire time because that's who I would, was aiming at. Okay, then then the darker skinned one. That's a does a 22 hit. Yes. Okay, now I have to figure out which one is a d8. <laughs> that's uh 14 damage. 14 damage. Yeah, you you hit him in the shoulder and uh, he uh, sort of sort of brings him down to his knees and he looks up at uh, his pal. He says I should I should have looked up some names beforehand. Um, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Gary, I think they're in business. <laughs> at, at the end of my turn, I I just want to shout like I said, stand down. Yeah, he looks like he's still got some fight in him, but um, uh, he's just uh, sort of holding his uh his chest. He uh, the wound uh seems to have uh, hurt him, and he just uh reaches out his uh sword arm and uh, drops the sword on the ground. He says, Gary, we we won't help our boss by killing them. Just, we won't help Irena by killing them. Just, just stop. Okay, Cassidy, it's your turn. Yes. The one guy, he's dropped his weapon, yeah? Yeah, he's down, he's down on his knees. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over to him, like, with hands empty and, like, sort of out in, like, a, in, like, a deliberately non-threatening way and I'm going to Grab the handle of the sword and pull it away. I'm not going to, like, lift it up off the ground. I'm just going to sort of drag it in a, like, a... I'm not wielding this weapon. I am moving this weapon. Okay, roll... Oh, what would it be? You're trying to de-escalate the thing. Um, roll, roll persuasion. And disadvantage, because I'm still blooming poisoned. Uh, that's not great. That's a ten. My attack should have been with disadvantage there. My bad. Well, it's it's what it is now, so... Yeah, that was that was sadly a 10. I'm not super unpersuasive, but I'm perhaps not persuasive enough. <laughs> yeah, the the one kneeling on the ground uh, sees you uh, walking up to the sword, and he, he just grabs it again and points it at you. Like, don't even think about it. If you put your weapons down, I can heal that. Well, heal it from where you are. I'm not going to do it until you put your weapon down. And he just continues staring at you. Fine, fine, fine. Okay, so uh, Gary is still up. Uh, Decla's right in his uh, face. He's gonna take a swing at her. Does a ten hit your AC? No, it doesn't. Funny that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he swings at you, but you just um, back out of the way, and uh, it misses you. Uh, and and he says, he says, Raina, you're gonna be all right. And the other guy just, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But I don't trust these people. 
Okay, so now, Declan, it's your turn. I'm not saying this in ca- character, but yeah, that's fair. We did rob them. <laughs> we haven't robbed them yet. We have. We took their cart and the money that they had on the cart and some of their weapons. And you put their boss to sleep. So yeah, Declan, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to hit them. Snap his neck. <laughs> uh, does a 17 hit? Yeah, it hits. Four damage. And I'm going to flurry of blows. Mm-hmm. Do it. Uh, 17. Yeah, hits. Uh, does a 13 hit? Uh, 13. Hold up, let me think. Uh, no, it does. It's exactly 13, so yeah. That is 8 points of damage. Okay. Yeah, so uh, he uh, swings his sword towards you and uh, you just jump out of the way and... Uh, you use that uh, opening to uh, punch him in the face, and the uh, force uh, force of it takes him back. Back, and while uh, his chest is open, you use that opening to uh, punch him in the chest two two more times, and it uh, it takes him a step back as well. And he uh, uh, he just sort of grimaces, uh, catches his balance, and just keeps staring daggers at you. Dawn, it's your turn. Dawn's gonna draw both his swords and step out. Okay. So, one of the guards is fighting Declan, and one of them is on the ground? On the ground, sort of pointing his sword at Cassini, sort of untrustingly. Doesn't look like he's gonna attack, but like, if you come close, I will fuck you up, you know, in that sort of way. Okay, Dawn wants to go over to the one Declan is fighting, um, and as he goes by the one on the floor, he's just gonna use one of his swords and uh, smack the sword aside, hopefully out of his hand. Uh, roll, roll for attack. Would you say that he is occupied or not? I would say no, because he's uh, hyper aware of everything going on. Okay, 21 is my attack roll. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, that, that's high enough. It's not, it's not as, uh, graceful as you wanted it to be, but you do manage, uh, because he, he sees you walking up and he points a sword towards you, but, uh, you sort of uh, swirl your sword uh, around his and poke him in the hand, and he he ju- he he drops it out of his hand. Yeah, Dawn isn't even gonna look at him when he does this, and as he walks, he's gonna kick the sword away. No, no, you pr- you pretty much have to look at him because you know he. The fact that he got disarmed was a bonus, but literally, Dawn just wanted to bat the sword out of his way. Okay, I thought you wanted to disarm him. I mean, if I hit the sword hard enough that it's jolted out of his hand, then yes. But if not, then meh. What were you gonna do, then? Uh, I'm walking over to the one who... The... Oh, you're, you're just being dismissive and like... Yes. Um, okay, yeah, then don't even roll for that. Yeah, you just sort of met his sword out of the way and... He just like looks at you like you insulted his mother. And now I would like to, to um, disengage the one co- uh, Declar is fighting. Uh, not disengage, disarm. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Roll for that. Do you want? Do you just want to keep this roll since I was counting it as uh, disarming anyway? Um. Yeah. Sure. That works. Um. You sort of walk up behind him because he's uh, focused on Dagla. You walk out behind him. You uh, you do that quick kind of thing where you reach under his arm and uh, and twist it and uh, and twist his wrist and uh, the grip of it just sort of loosens his. Uh, uh, his grip enough to do to where the sword just drops to the ground. Cool. Um, and they're gonna lay my other sword along his throat and meet his eyes and goes, "My friend said, stand down." Okay, Marjorie, uh, do you do you follow up this in in any way? Uh, so just to be clear, there's one guy on the ground who is more or less out of combat, but there's still one fighting. Well, the the other one just got taken hostage by Dawn. Yeah, I'll I'll hold my crossbow up against uh, or towards him and say, "We only need one of you. Don't need any of them, do we? No, really. Well, if we want to get any hints about the gas, my fair. Okay, yeah, you roll roll intimidation with advantage because he already has a sword against his neck, and now you're pointing up. That's a ten. So yeah, he he agno- he seems like he acknowledges your threat, but he's currently more preoccupied with the fact that he has a sword against his neck. Understandable. Well, I'll ready an action if he tries to uh, uh, escape to murder him. I've given him fair warning. Who? What was this dwarf's name? Did I catch it? Gary. This one's <laughs> Gary. Okay. The other one's Rain. Has he surrendered, or are we still in initiative? Uh, no, he they they both surrendered. I mean, um, 
Rain is still sort of, you know, cautious, but like... Dawn just gives him a withering glance and goes on the floor. I am on the floor, you fucker. You sword half pint. I'm going to keep attacking them until they disarm themselves, so... Like, he, he, he's holding a sword up as in, you know, not get close to me, but he's not gonna... He doesn't look like he's gonna attack. And I was like, sword on the floor, half pint. Fuck you, kitten, and he drops his sword. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Ooh, kitten, I remember that. If anyone can call me Kitten Marjorie, it is you. Aww. <laughs> Dawn breathes, like, a long-suffering sigh. And just looks at you and goes, Why did... Never mind your tactical nous. What did... What did you want? You found out your boss is going to sleep for the next thousand years. Yeah, and we want to prevent that. Why? Why? I mean, I don't think the bank's going to look too favorably on you for losing all this anyway. And... You probably won't have a job when you get back... Um, they just look flabbergasted that you would even ask that. Like, how, why do you even, why do they even care? Because she's our, she's our boss. If nothing else, if nothing else, she, she signs our paychecks. How much is she paying you? Enough. Really? Because I'm pretty sure I can outbid her right now. <laughs> you know. Well, it's, that, there's more to it than just that. There's something called loyalty. Have you ever heard of it? I doubt it. <laughs> Look at you, all all fancy dressed up. I doubt, I doubt you knew what loyalty was if it hit you in the face. Dawn just smiles and leans in really close and bares his teeth and goes, You know nothing about me. I know a lot about people like you. I see them every day. Entitled pricks. <laughs> there are no people like me. Um, and with that, Dawn turns with a slight flourish to his coat that he does himself um, and goes, So... Ladies, gentlemen, what shall we do with the dwarves? So are you letting him go, or what? That, that, that's the question that Dawn is asking. No, I, when you do the flourish and you turn around, are you still holding him, or... Oh, am I, have I still got my sword to his... Oh, shit, sorry, yes, I do. That's how I interpreted it. No, sorry, that's my bad. In that case, Dawn's gonna hold a position and then just sort of, like, turn them around so he can look at the party over the dwarf's shoulder and go, So, what do we do with the dwarves? I have a question, Dwarf. Gary, is it? Yeah, that's my name. That's an adorable name, Gary. I'm sure your mother's very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, there's a big pile of gold in there that we're uh, intending on leaving with, but there's also a big pile of nasty gas in the air. Any uh, thoughts on how to uh, disable that? They just look at each other and, like, like Gary looks at Ray and Rain looks at Gary and they just kind of shrug like, hmm, I don't know. I mean, we, we never had a problem with that. I'm going to get one of my needles. <laughs> Are they being honest here? Like, do they not know or... or uh... roll, roll, roll inside. Yeah. Or are they trying to fool me? 17. I got 18 on my inside. Anyone else? Uh, 21. Anyways, uh, they, they seem pretty honest, like, it's none of their concerns, so they why would they know about it? Knock them out. Tie them up. Yeah. If they don't know, then they're useless. Yep. And please, tie them up better this time. Someone guard them this time. I, I, I think we have a few people that need some light duties, I say, looking at the level 1 NPCs. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, where's their boss? Is their boss still back on... Well, she was asleep, so presumably they didn't uh, drag her all the way. But where did we put her? Just tied her to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Is is your boss still where we left her? Well, yes. Good. Uh, also, who tied you up? Can you remember? <laughs> I think they were unconscious at the time. Ah. Uh, Dawn turns away, completely uninterested in them now. Do you really think we don't have the training to get out of of knots? I'm surprised with the amount of brain cells you have that you can get out of knots. Yes. Oh fuck you! You know nothing about me, kitten. Dawn grins very widely. And he turns away, and he looks, he says, we need to find some sort of rake. Some sort of rake. Then we tie it to Cherry, Cherry sweeps up all the gold, brings it out of the poison gas chamber, and then we can deal with it safely. Okay. We're on a farm, there must be some sort of thing around here. That's going to take a lot of rakings. (laughs) Would you rather try and do it by hand? Um, Listen, I don't have a better suggestion, I'm just saying it's going to take a lot of rakings. Are the are the guards? What are you doing with them? Are they still? We're gonna tie them up and I'll cast sleep on them. 
Sleep less one minute. Uh, then we will bind and gag them and leave them in a tree. And let the level one NPCs watch over them. Mm-hmm. Regardless, we, tr- we trust the dwarves, we stick them in a the tree, we leave the uh, level ones to guard it. Have any of the level ones died? They were taking five damage around. Yeah, they got brought pretty low. Dina is out. Dina is out for the count, but Declan has spared the dying on her, so she's not dying. She'll be up in an hour. And the rest of them, they seem to have cleared up. They're yeah. Well, they're not taking any more damage, but they're still uh, okay. They still look uh, pale, and they have uh, bags under their eyes. And Cassie uh, and Marjorie, you still feel, you know, shitty. Yeah. It seems to be getting slightly better, you know, just uh, being out in the fresh air. But you know, it's gonna take it's gonna take a while. Yeah. Okay. For it to clear up. Well, I'm happy to wait here while you guys go get a rake or whatever. I'll look at the person who's worked on a farm. Cassie. Hmm. What? Wait. What? 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 Where would one find implements on a farm? Well, I mean, you'd usually put them away for the night so that they didn't you know, go rusty in a field somewhere or get stolen, so they were probably locked away in a barn or a shed. Have you seen one? Have I seen one? No. Well, roll me, um, I guess, perception. Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this disadvantage, this disadvantage is kicking my ass. My, my, the die that I've been using rolled a 17, and the one I rolled for my disadvantage rolled a 2. Ooh. I know. Yeah, no, you haven't. But seeing as you grew up on a farm, I'm just gonna give it to you. Um, there's a double hay rack here. It has a loft in the middle. Um, you might find a pitchfork there. You know, mostly for the uh, hay. But if you're lucky, there might be something else there as well. Okay, I relay this information. Yeah, they they may have some tools above the the you know the. Could you go look as you know what you're looking for? I am not your servant. I'm not saying you are, I'm just saying that you will spot it far quicker than I will. That sounds like an excuse to me, but uh, whatever, if you're not up to it I shall do the. I shall do this for you. Thank you. If there are no other objections, the plan is then to rob the place dry, load up what we can't stick in the bags of holding on the cart, and then go where? Well, we can't bring the cart back to town, because it's the bank's cart, isn't it? But we should go somewhere else that is somewhat removed from this vicinity. DM, what is around close to us? Do I have any relatives that live nearby? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. If Marjorie's got relatives, we just stash it there, if they can be trusted. All my grandchildren can be trusted. Except from Mickey, that little shit. <laughs> well, from the ones I have met of your grandchildren, they are... Absolutely sterling people, so, sure. There are various small villages around, uh, mostly on the edge of the swamp. There's the one, Musgara, where you uh, uh, where you got banned from the tavern, or you could go all the way back to Vinovar if you wanted. Like, the bigger cities are at least a week away, all of them. T- to be fair, you don't want to be dumping this amount of cash into a major city at any given point, because then everyone goes... Oh, where did you get all this money? I heard about a big bank job that happened. <laughs> and you're sort of sitting there going, uh, no, fam, don't know what you mean. Couple more bags of holding, just fill up all the bags of holding. I mean, yeah, we just go buy a load of bags of holding with our stupid amount of gold. Marjorie can make them. Marjorie can make them. But I'm assuming Marjorie needs materials. Well, one, no. Uh, two, but I can only make one, so... <laughs> At, like, I can only have one active at, the, at a time. Ah, okay. So yeah, we'll go buy a load of bags of holding and stash it all in there. That's honestly not a bad idea. We have the money to buy a buttload of bags of holding. Yeah, yeah. Shit, after this, we're going to be able to hire a mercenary comp- company to guard us to transport it if we want. You can found a kingdom on, on that kind of money. Well, new plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, fuck the end of the world. We're going to party until it. <laughs> Wait, sorry... The end of the world? Did I miss something? Oh yeah, that was before you joined us. Yeah, we're trying to stop the end of the world. But right now we're trying to rob a bank, so let's concentrate on the short term. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, you uh, uh, cast and you go up the uh, hay rack, up the loft. Um, roll me investigation to see if... Uh... That is a 15. It's a 15. Uh, you find a pitchfork. Uh, you find an old rusty chain. 
You don't really find anything else here. Okay, new idea. We can drive the cart into the tunnel, all the way up to the the poison place, and then it's really just not that far for... I don't know. Well, we're not going to run straight into the the poison, obviously, but at least it's not that far to drag stuff. Have you got any way to gum the nozzles, Marjorie? They were in the ceiling. We have a crossbow. That's true. And a cat that can climb. And a cat that can climb. I mean, on smooth walls, unlikely. I have claws. Yeah, but it's stone. Smooth stone. Okay, so we go in and we just scoop it into the back. Well, that would work. Yeah, but we need a way to get the... We need a way to actually get the gold out of there. Without dying from our lungs exploding. (laughs) Could we... Force the mage to do it under threat of death. <laughs> no, because once we let that mage is too powerful to try and blackmail like that, I feel. Best to leave her uh, asleep, and as we leave, we give the uh, the we can give the cure to these idiots. Oh, I was just going to leave it here and then post the bank the cure. <laughs> I like that. I mean, because we, we don't want to be anywhere near them when they wake up. I don't disagree, but she seems to be the only one that knows how to disable the poison. If we move fast enough, I don't see why we need to. We just do it a bit of a time. A bit of a time, and but if they aren't back by tomorrow, the bank is going to get suspicious and they're going to send people here and it's going to take us longer than that to get that much gold out of there. DM, how long in Dawn's experienced heist eye do we reckon we could shift this amount of cash? I mean, having to uh, run in and uh, in and out and, you know, possibly uh, getting poisoned on the way you think you, it's going to take more than... You know, the rest of the night. How much do we reckon we could get away with in a night? Half? Quarter? Boom. Less. Quarter at the most if you're very lucky. I think we need to get the mage. I don't like the idea of waking the mage up. I really don't either. We can't put her back to sleep afterwards. We only have one dose. Yeah, because we lost the other... um... We don't need to get it all out of the tunnel. We just need to get it out of the cave. So if we shift it into the tunnel, we can then take our time. That is true. So if we take a load of wooden slats and literally just push it, we take the risk of the gas for a short amount of time for the benefit of not having to deal with the gas in the big tunnel. Just a point here. Um, I can breathe water. Yes. So if we got like a, a jug of water, pop it on my head. Fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, like it's a... an idea. Where will you get it, though? Right. Do we have any sort of vessels made of glass that would be large enough to fit on my head. Or just on my face, actually. We did point out... To be fair, we could just have a bucket. But also, how... <laughs> if you put it on your head, how is it? Go- how is the water going to stay in there? Shape water? <laughs> uh, then you don't even need a bucket. That's true! Holy Fuck. shit, yes. <laughs> Shape water's a cantrip! It's a freaking cantrip! Okay, we have a plan! Right, somebody... Anybody know how to cure this poison that's making me sick? Because I could do with being a little bit more healthy for this. Do we have any lesser restorations around? Who who, who might know that? Uh, Decla, you know how to do lesser restoration by any chance? That'd be real helpful. No. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, that would have been really helpful. That's a second level spell I only have first. And I've used all of my healing stuff, which could cure poison, but you've already used it. So. Decla, how long do you need to rest to regain your um, healing spells? Uh, well, I would never be able to cure poison. Oh, okay. Well, what if we just rest for an hour and see if the poison goes away? That's not really how these things work. Right, okay, plan. I shall go in. I assume between us we'll have several water skins worth of water because I'll sure. probably have to return and get more water because eventually the water will be unbreathable. Like air, if you keep using it, it stops being useful. <laughs> I mean, between us, we've got all, we've probably all got at least one water skin each. Yeah, you, uh, from the, from the water skins, you, uh, create a bubble around your head. I consult with the mechanist and see if we can form some sort of either scoop or like, V-shovel? Yeah, I mean, we've got two bags of holding. I would suggest we empty those out into the cart so that they're empty and I can get the maximum amount possible in them as I'm going. Yes, yes, we have a plan. Sounds like it. Cool, let's rob a bank. I love the, like, 
divers reverse divers helmet that we're doing. <laughs> it's so good. I just it just it just suddenly occurred to me. I was like fish balls without borders. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah we fas- fashioned some shovels um, out of what? We'll tear down bits of the hay stack. Hey, uh, hay barn. Sure. All we need is planks of wood. Yeah, you get like a few planks of wood, and you fashion a shovel and. Uh... Yeah, Cassidy goes to town. Duh. Well, you are in the dark. Ring of light. It doesn't work. Oh yeah, anti magic field. Okay, sorry. We need the. Give me the stone. I put the stone back in the wall. Cherry. Okay, yeah. The li- the lights turn on. Cherry starts worrying again. We attach a rake to the back of Cherry. <laughs> we don't. You don't have a rake. I use Cherry to help me uh, bring this gold because it's freaking heavy. Yeah, just put all the gold in Cherry, and, and Cherry will help carry stuff. Yeah, shovel a bunch of it into Cherry. As you enter the cave, the the gas is still in the air, but you it doesn't seem like it's... Um... Is it diluted enough? No, it doesn't, seem, it doesn't seem like more is coming from the ceiling. Well, yeah, we haven't triggered the pressure plate. <laughs> okay, so... But yeah, as soon as you step on the pressure plate, it starts pouring again. I I detected the trap. I know I know where the trap is. I detected it with my spell that I used, so I know where it is. Yeah, and it's all it like it seems like the entire floor under the pile of uh, coins is uh, a pressure plate. Can I disarm it? Uh, I'm gonna go with no. Like I I I could let you try, but even if you roll natural twenty, it's it's just. It's just too much of a, too big of an undertaking. Marjorie, do you have any sort of glue? No. Can you make any sort of glue quickly? If I can do it with these thieves tools, tinker tools, or smith's, smith's tools, then yes, but uh, I don't think so. No, you don't have the material for it. Yeah. That is a shame. I can make you a, a small glowing rock. Uh, that's sweet, but no, thank you. Anyway, Cassney, as you're uh, shoveling pile of coins, as you and Cherry are uh, raking in the coin, um, the gas trap starts again. Okay. And the gas envelops you. And yeah, you're uh, you're still uh, going. You're uh, loading. You you get a nice pile on the uh, uh, on Cherry's seat, but uh, eventually the water starts tasting funny. Okay, I head back out to renew my water supply. So yeah, uh, you can do this about seven times because like that's how many um water skins you have on you like people have on them what about the dwarves uh they left theirs at the fair anyway uh you bring out uh seven nice piles of uh coin keep shoveling keep shoveling what the gold we ran out of oh we ran out of water yeah, you got seven. You got seven, seven cherry piles of. How much would you uh, like as as a guesstimate? How much have we gotten out? How, how much is a unit of a cherry pile? I'm hoping there was some platinum in there. There was actually a few platinum. Yeah. Yes. What's the most valuable metal in this? Is it platinum? Platinum. Okay. I think like a, an approximate value of a cherry pile would be. I guess we'll find out when we count it later. Yes. You'll find you'll find out when it, you count it later, but it is a lot. It's a lot, yeah. But also divided between eight people. Yeah, they're probably gonna die. So four. <laughs> I mean, in the time that you spend doing this, uh, Dina has woken up. Um, even split eight ways, it should still be a pretty hefty pile. Yeah, I think it would probably come about a uh, thousand per person. Do any of the level ones want to play a game of cards? <laughs> 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 yeah, Loret, Lor- Loretto's eyes just uh, go wide, like, and they start to raise their hand, and Del, Del just uh, punches them in the hip and says, "No." <sighs> Alas, oh well. Pleasure working with you. I think this has gone wonderfully. Hmm. I still have a huge pile of gold in my bag of holding. Yeah, you had that as well. How many bags of holding did we have? Do we have two? Two. Yeah, two. One, one, one from the bank. One. Yeah, one from the bank. One that. Uh, Marjorie just had because okay. How much is in each bag of holding? Just a huge pile in mine, unspecified. <laughs> is the stuff in yours the one that came out of the original bank bag? Yeah, like there was two thousand split between the two bags because uh, Marjorie and Del were both raking it in, but I think Marjorie managed to get a, a bit higher percent than Del. Yes, because so. Del was buried, and Marjorie started um, filling the bag while trying to unbury Del. 
I just like I just like Marjorie's got like a stick and is propping the bag open and then is just pushing with her back against this massive pile of gold to get it in. <laughs> Come on! Come on! Yeah, that's pretty much what it looks like. <laughs> so for that entire heist we have ended up with a thousand each, roughly. That is not a bad haul. No, not at all. Yeah. Alright. Uh, we now need to vacate the scene of the crime. Oh, also, can we do anything about the dwarves? Because they're kind of witnesses. Is there any way to wipe their memory? What are we going to do about Daniel, by the way? We've got the money that we came from. Uh, are we just going to abandon him now? Dawn just looks at Cassidy blankly and goes, Why do we need him? No, I'm just saying, are we just going to abandon him now? Because I think that's probably the best plan. Although we will need to talk to the Boneyard about us not actually needing their help now, which might, you know, maybe we should send him a little bit of gold as a, like, apology. For what? Doing nothing? Well, they were supposed to be helping us. We just changed the plans. But we didn't need their help. Okay, okay, fine. It was a courtesy. Dawn is such a shit. I just... Not even shit, just like an asshole. No, that, no. this is business. This is different, right? This isn't a lark out into the park with your mates. This is business. Everyone gets their equal share, but we didn't use the boneyard, and they're nowhere near us. So why would we pay them? Because we asked them to help us. Such a capitalist, I mean, honestly. And it's not their fault that we changed our plans on them. But But they didn't help us. <sighs> also, we never mentioned money. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you did. No, we said we were going to rob Daniel. We didn't yeah. mention anything about all of this. Yeah. You said well paid. Pot- potential job offer, well paid. Yes, we did. I have it written down somewhere. Well paid is, you know, very flexible. There's a very big difference between well paid from two grand and well paid from ten. Well, yeah, we could send them 50 gold. That'd be well paid because they did nothing. You know. It's not coming out of my pocket. I was about to say. Kasny looks at Decla. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a, it, the, the look tries to con- convey um, these fucking people. <laughs> I love Decla. I mean, he says we can't still rob Daniel. He's still an asshole. I know, but he doesn't have any money now. He has nothing to rob. We have um, it Well, if you if you remember, they were taking the money from the bank to the cave, and there's lots more gold in there that they could use to pay him. This is true. But then we'd have to stick around. But the treasurer is asleep. Yeah, we'd have to um we'd have to stick around in this town where the dwarves know us. Not my problem. Send your the keystone. To whoever you're paying money to, and tell them where the, the the cave is. That, that is actually a very good idea. What what do we do with the dwarves? That's the main issue, because they've seen all of our faces and they have this the whole loyalty to their employer thing going on. I mean, if they dob us in, we don't give them the kill, or we send them to sleep as well and let them be found. With what? Yeah, we can't make them go to sleep with that potion. Because we don't have any more of it, and sleep does not last long. Leave them in the cave? To die? The entrance area. Yeah, they're going to come and investigate. We've made far too much noise for them not to. And you can survive for a solid three, four days without water. And they won't leave it that long. Knock them out, tie them up, give them the cure. Set them in the cave tunnel, not the cave itself. The the gas is leaking from the... From the cave into the tunnel. Just leave them outside, it's fine. Just leave them where they are now, they're tied up. If we're, if we're not staying in town, uh, then it doesn't matter who they tell. Uh, because in the end, the mage is going to know as well. So if you're really worried, we're going to have to kill them all. And if you're ready for that, I don't know. Um, Church, percentage-wise, how much of the gold do you reckon we managed, we managed to pick up? Mm, not a lot. Are we, are we talking like 10%, 20%? 5%, 2%? Like 2% probably. Okay, so there's still a shit ton left then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, I think we're going to have to, We look, unless somebody else has a way to get a bit more gold before we leave this time, I don't think we can go back. Okay, so where do we hide out? 
anywhere but where we came from. Do we actually have a direction of where we can go for, you know, the whole end of the world stuff? Are we gonna go are we gonna head up to Well, you were gonna go to the library in town. <laughs> that is not happening anymore. <laughs> Do you think it would be do you think it would be suspicious if the people who Daniel hired as protection don't turn up after um, the bank is robbed? You're not wrong. And who's going to get blamed for that one? Us. Well, it couldn't happen to a nicer person, really. Us? Well, then in that case, all we need to do is leave a bit of the gold aside and leave an implication that this is Daniel's share. They'll still know it's us! Yes, of course it's us, but that isn't the point. It's to implicate Daniel because he's a twat. I mean, that does sound like fun. I don't know who Daniel is, but I don't like him. The thing about Daniel is that he has criminal connections that could get him out of this sort of thing. Oh, crap, it's part of... You don't think the Marudanda have lawyers that could uh, get people off for these sorts of crimes? Because otherwise, there would be a lot of them being arrested, right? You know... That is a fair point. I had completely forgotten about the Maradando, which I probably shouldn't have because it's part of my backstory. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. We won't fuck with Daniel, but we do need to move. They still will know it's us, so, you know. Okay, they know it's us. But what do you want to do? Do you want to take out everything we've just taken and leave it here and go, sorry? No. Then let's go. Also, no one used their names around them, right? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, but the, see, the problem the, the problem is that some of us are more distinctive than others. Yeah. I'm probably the only 400-year-old gnome with a mechanical chair. This so. is also true. Cassie, I'm sure you could get away with being um, uh, unrecognised yet. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The way I see it, we have two options. Either we get the hell out of here, leave town, or we have to kill all three of them. I don't really want to kill them. We need to run. Where are we going next? We need to find somewhere we can... And then I sort of pause, look at the two dwarves, look back to the group and go, let's discuss this on the road. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Well, we have a cart. Do we have all our things or do we need to nip back into the um, inn to grab them and sneak out again? You would need to. You don't have all your things. I had all of Darren's things. I don't know that I had all of my own things, but I have all of Darren's things. So I would suggest two people go retrieve all our belongings and bug out and meet up later. Sounds good to me. I'll go with you because I don't really have anywhere else to go now. Welcome along. Yes, maybe in our travels we can find some uh, clues as to what happened to your grandson. That would be wonderful. I already forgot his name. <laughs> so long. It's all right. So far. There's just so it's many Patrick. of them. That's that's true. You've got an excuse. I mean, if you actually want to know, his name was Patrick and his wife's name was Angela. His name is was is is Patrick. I do remember now. What was the baby's name? We didn't name the baby. Okay. The baby wasn't old enough to get a name yet. <laughs> Well, because you live for so long, you don't name your kids until they're at least, like, ten. Otherwise, you know, just there's no point. They're all the same until then. Well, maybe, like, a year, because, like, uh, Jimmy had a name and he was five. And Sally was nine, so... I... Dawn would suggest that it be him and Kazni that go back for their stuff. That sounds like a very good idea. I don't think we can take the cart, because it's... a the bank's card. You, yeah, maybe, but it would be a good way to get a good dis... I think it might be worth taking the bank's cart until we get a good distance away and then abandon it, it somewhere and... Uh, oh yeah, we can't, we can't travel for a long time with this massive crest on the side. Yes, but we shouldn't abandon it here. We should take it with us for a distance to get far away at a good speed. Good idea. Yes, that is a solid idea. So if you two go and get your things... Okay, as we, as a group, sort of pack up and move away, leaving the sorcerer and the dwarves tied, gagged, bound, done properly this time so they can't get out of it, 
and we will get away from them when once we once we're away from them. I don't think Dawn is paranoid enough to cast detect magic on the cart to listen for, to look for any like uh, listening charms. Well, even if you do, you won't find any. While they're while they're away, Dawn will then quiz Marjorie on places they can hold up and hide this amount of cash because it's still a stupid amount of cash. Yeah, where where is it? Where does my nearest relative live? And that is a question we will answer next time. Dice Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. Dice Out Now Game is a part of Be Gay Roll Dice, a podcast network for actual play podcasts made by LGBT folk. Follow them on Twitter at Be Gay Roll Dice and check out other wonderful shows on the network. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game, game, game. Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this. What about if they're in outer space? Casts that don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes, then you'll love experience points. An all-queer cast playing Starfinder and trying to survive whatever bombshells their GM Kenny can dream up. They're an impulsive punch who rush into things which has landed them into some surprising situation. Have you ever almost died in a spaceship's animal function? There you have. Listen to experience points wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi on Twitter at EQ Points or tune in for live streams every other Saturday at twitch.tv slash EXQuerience Points to claim your complimentary cup of space chamomile tea.